This is it, people. This is what you've been waiting for. This is Everyday Celebrity Podcast. The podcast for everyday people with everyday problems trying to find everyday solutions to accomplish everyday goals. Let's start the show. You, 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 you. Welcome to Everyday Celebrity Podcast. It's episode six. Uh, we are here in a massage studio. Um, I have two. <laughs> I have two guests with me. One's female. One is male. One was an old, an old uh, pimp. He used to be on Fillmore in San Francisco back in the day. Probably pipping uh, your guys' daughters and shit. We have him here. He's an ex third baseman at El Cerrito High School. He's a barber, an ex manager at a restaurant. He goes by the name of Ron. Say hi to the people. Hello to the people. (laughs) (laughs) And we have a massage therapist, one of the best in the Bay Area. She worked with people like Led Zeppelin, Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, She's real good at massaging feet. She has a little little massage uh, spot in Montclair. Famous jewelry designer, a jack of all trades. Liana, say hello. What's up, motherfucker? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so yeah, this episode... uh, I thought it was because, I mean, the holidays are coming up. I thought it would be good to talk about, uh, like, relationships. Because Christmas time, Thanksgiving, that's usually when they say it's cuffing season. (laughs) So I'm saying, why not get two people who know about multiple relationships because they deal with multiple people? I'm married. I'm married. All day, every day. I am not. (laughs) (laughs) So, but let's first, let's dig into your guys' background. Uh, Liana, where are you from? Uh, I'm an Oakland girl, born and raised. Um, East Oakland with my dad and Piedmont and Temescal with my mom. You want background of like where I'm from? You you were raised in two different households? I was raised in two different households. Uh, My mom raised me for the most part uh, my dad when he had a house i would be with him uh so it was back and forth in and out of houses in and out of cars uh in and out of cars yeah what like does that mean hom- like homeless you know oh like you was homeless a- when he had a house he had a house when he didn't have a house he was in his car okay. so i live with my mom for the most part and uh you know it was me i had two sisters growing up uh i was the middle of both of them um you want me to go into like yes yes that's what we do here okay every single detail um i was a bitch little kid i was hella irritated by everybody i uh didn't really enjoy uh i didn't really think the college route was right for me so i told my mom if she didn't want to waste her money she could just send me straight to trade school 
So I went to massage school when I was 17 because I graduated early. Uh, I got a job at Mama's Royal Cafe when I was 16 years old, and I worked there for 10 years, and I became uh, the manager after a while. That's why I met this this fool right here. Um, fool, what are, who are you speaking of? I'm speaking of you, Jordan. I met this okay, man at, right. at Mama's Royal Cafe, uh, and then he moved down right next door. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been doing uh, massage for like 12 years now, and uh, I went to pastry school. I was a pastry chef for a long time, and I pretty much worked so I could travel. So I've traveled the world. I've been to. Oh, wait, 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 we ain't. We, you, you you're go. skipping shit. We ain't there yet. So when you were working at Mama's Cafe, you was there for 10 years? I was there for 10 years. And why'd you leave? I left because um, Pops got sick and I was taking care of him. And uh, I was about to choke a bitch out. I was so irritated with people at that point. The service industry. The do that service to you. industry. I was Who like. Who was you about to choke? Or was this on multiple a bitch. Occasions? A bitch. You know, they that come in six AM, oh let me get some coffee. Bitch, I haven't had coffee. Like I was getting mad at people for asking me for refills. They wanted me to like talk you know, I was like, I I don't care about you. I don't care about your mama. I am done. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of here. So uh I quit when I was twenty six and started working for myself. Uh, doing massage full time. Uh, got professional organizing. I do professional organizing. I am when did you nationally when, certified for that? When did you finish mas- massage school? When I was eighteen, two thousand eight. Okay. So I've been doing massage pretty much ever since then, and uh, I'm in school still. Uh, I do all sorts of body work. I have like seven professional certifications in total. Um, Can so. you name all these professions? Um, I'm a massage therapist. I'm a mind-body medicine practitioner. I'm an energy healing practitioner. I do professional organizing. I'm a pastry chef. I've done Reiki. I'm a Reiki master. And I'm working right now doing uh, energetic assessment for um, medical energetic uh, practitioner program. What does Reiki mean? Reiki is a uh, life force energy it's type of energy work that you use it's an ancient japanese technique that people use to align energies clear out space kind of ground you um it's extremely relaxing it's very subtle it's beautiful it's deep and we are in your massage studio studio right now uh do you want to tell the people the name of this place uh the building doesn't have a name the building is called Antioch Court. Uh, my massage business is Liana Vines, because um, that's what I was named after. I, Liana is a vine. Um, I've had this place for just under a year. And before that, I was in Manzanita Wellness Clinic in Berkeley for about four years. So Now, a lot of people, spot. when they hear about massage... Don't even go there. <laughs> <laughs> they, <laughs> They automatically think of happy endings. Has that ever presented itself to you? It has. It has. Um, Uh, Would you like me to go into that? Yes, obviously. (laughs) Uh, When I was working at a spa in San Leandro, this dude used to come in every week and uh, he would tip like $70, but he only wanted you to massage. He wanted a two-hour massage and he only wanted it around his groin and on his ass and my boss at the time was just like he tips really well he tips really well like you should do it you should do it and i was like bruh i was like 
I was like, bitch, I don't want to do that. Uh, I was like 22 at the time, maybe 23. And she was like, it's good money. Like, I was like, honey, don't promote this in your business. Like, you don't want people in there. Like, I went like, a bitch is professional. I'm not trying to do that. She was like, no, no, it's good money. It's good money. And I was like, <sighs> so I went and massage this fucking, he's like this old Egyptian dude. Whatever, I'm mad, you know, homie was fly. It's all good. But, you know, I'm not trying to do that with a client anywho after two hours of him wiggling on the table he asked me to grab his dick and i was like bruh i'm out like i was like i'm done i got fucking out of here i left the room it was just like i'm never touching i was like i'm never touching that motherfucker again so i have a question did he leave a big tip after you oh, refused left a hundred dollars on top of paying for it he's probably embarrassed and was like well she didn't touch my dick oh no he came back horrible. the next week that did, motherfucker was back for the next week for another he, massage did he request you though Yes, but I was like, you do not get to work with me. <laughs> why? Why Damn. did he? Uh, why did you allow him to come back if he did that? It's not my spa. I it, don't judge people. So the boss knew that he said that to you and just let him back. Mm-hmm. She, the she boss was doing. She, his dick before. Are you? <laughs> yeah, of course. More than that. You joking? So your boss is fucking the uh, fucking the clients. Not, what spa is this? I'm not about to tell you that. Mm-mm. Why not? I'm a professional. Dis- no. You don't work for them no more? Undisclosed information. No, I got respect and I got boundaries. I ain't telling for you that sure. shit. For sure. But we just know the boss was about her money. She was about her money and she was about that. She was about getting that D. So, hey. But the man was married. I respect her and I respect her business. So, like, that's no nobody's business, okay? What, that what, what, the, what the boss look like? She look good? Not as good as me, but, you know. Was she old? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's about 10 15 years old what than me. city was the spot san leandro oh yeah i know what it is Please. i've been there a couple of times uh-huh yeah <laughs> everyday celebrity is all about the tug tug <laughs> after the rub you ain't coming here for that shit <laughs> so <laughs> so have you ever massaged someone and that you were attracted to and you slid your little finger closer than when it, where it should be no, motherfucker, I'm a professional. What, what you talking about? So I you never massage someone that you, you, were, you, you were attracted to? Let me put it this way. I got a very strict rule. If I want to fuck you, I am massaging you. So if you come onto my massage table, I will, and I like you, We, I ain't massaging you anymore and we finish it. However, I will tell you a story that you like. Not like on the table, like another day. Like I'll finish a massage. If you want to ask me out, I might never touch you again on the massage table. I will tell you a funny story though. You want to hear this? Sure. I got yes. questions, but yeah. Oh, I got a phone call from a Raider, a Raider player. Who? Corey Toomer. And he called me, hit me up. He was like third, is. he was like third string. Like, Ron, you know who that is? Practice squad, I don't. Practice, yeah, no, no. He he was just like some third string, what, string, string, whatever. And he called me one time, was like, yo, let me get a massage. And I was like, all right, Brett. Like, so how he did had he a find, hotel. Wait, 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 you moving too fast. I want to know, how did he find you? Probably online somewhere. Like, you know, I'm on Yelp and I got like, you know, I got five-star reviews. And whatever. what year was this? Uh... These unnecessary details. Let's get to the juicy stuff. No. Two, I, I got to hear the build up. 2014. 2014. Yep, 2014. So like Jamarcus Russell when he was playing? That's like 2010. You know I'm not about to know that. Y'all can talk about that. So that's not anything I know about. I don't give a shit. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so he hits me up. He was like, yo, I'm in town. We're um, we're setting up for practice or something like that. But like, I need a massage. I'm, I'm feeling really like injured and I'm sore and shit like that. I was like, all right, bet. So I go to hit his hotel room in Alameda. This was before I had like a studio. So, cause I was doing mobile massage for a long time. So, um, 
Actually, this was like right before I got a mas- uh, massage studio. So I go over to uh, his hotel room and uh, I give him the whole massage and everything like that. And as I'm cleaning up, like I'm covered in tattoos. I was wearing like, you know, crop pants and like a T-shirt or whatever. He's like, oh, where do those tattoos go? How far do they go? And I was just like, you trying to see? <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds wow. like you were more interested in showing the tattoos and exactly. Go ahead. I finished the massage. I'm telling you, I keep I keep my boundaries, you know. So anyway, um, this was a very thin boundary. I'll, I'll put I'll put it to you that way. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> one thing led to another. No, 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 okay? no. He said, "Where the tattoos go?" You said, "You trying to see?" I said, "You trying to see?" And he was like, "The fuck? Of course." <laughs> so you got naked right then and there. Uh, yeah, straight up, like right. keeping it real. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know what? Yeah, All right, let me around. tell you one thing about me, though. I'm I'm gonna be real. You will not hear some bullshit ass answer from me. I will tell you what the fuck is up. And uh-huh. if there was some embarrassing shit that I did that happened, I'm not fucking shy about it. I really don't give a fuck. You can. All right, all right. so tell yeah, me yeah. all day. We, we get it. Um, so. Oh yeah, for sure, man. So you got naked, had, and then y'all fuck. not to be TMI. He had the biggest dick ever, like for real. He I really think we did. just reached the TMI portion of yeah, this uh, you're podcast. And you're I, welcome. You asked, sure. bro. You we asked. Ask was it everything about you wanted it to be? I just told you. I just said I'm about to go TMI. Was, I mean, it, was it everything you wanted it to be? No, nah, not really. Honestly, I got better. You know, but was, I've had better. Was it quick? No. It was cool. It was it all was right. Just one time, and then it was like all right. No, we did a couple times. You stayed night at his hotel with him. Fuck no. Why not? Stick. Have you? I don't. I, don't I mean, to me, to, I'm like, all right. Down. I don't know if I'm the right girl to be talking about relationships like this because the way that I roll is very different than every other woman. Like, I don't. I'm not interested in cuffing. If I fuck you, I want to fuck you. If I want to date you, I'll let you know I want to yes, date you. That's the but, purpose why I invited you on the show. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, he brought you in here with. The, <laughs> you're, you're, you're the right room for this. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't. Space. I don't beat around the bush. I'm not. I'm not one of those girls who's gonna be like. I don't understand why you didn't like. No, I'm like, no, I would like to fuck you. And then I'm going to leave because I'm not interested in talking to you. I just was down to fuck and now I'm about to go because I'm done. So that's that's how I roll. All right. Um, you should lead a seminar on that exact mindset. <laughs> it it would have helped my 20s out if you had a seminar for some people back then. But enough about me. You know what? No. <laughs> Shit. We about to get to you in just a second. I'm well, sure. We, I'm we sure. about to get you in just a second. Um, Anywho, yeah. So, details so, so that aside. was the only that was the first first and only time you fucked somebody. That was the right first af- and only time right that after I, your massage. Mm-hmm, that was the only time. Let me tell you, like I massaged boyfriends before, but I have a very strict rule: you will not get on my massage table. It will be on the bed. Like it's not gonna happen. Like, so, I, man, so, why would he get a half-ass massage? Because yeah, the bed exactly. is a half-ass massage, I know. and it's more uncomfortable for you. I, but I'm not gonna shit? fuck them on my table. Let me put no, it to you this way: this table is my table that I've had since my whole career. Yeah, we're I not talking about that. Nobody on this table. So, like, I'll give you a massage, and then I'll fuck you in the bed later. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what we're that's saying. Awesome. Yeah, that's what we're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. We're not saying oh, this not table like, like I will not fuck you on my table. That's this what is I'm my profession, about. and you're not part of my business. You are my lover, not my business. Exactly. Yeah, I keep my yeah. table very much like alone by itself. There's no action that happens on here. You want to smell it? You want to get a little closer? I had to do it. You had to do a little one too. I mean, Ron just leaned in and smelled the table. It's. I mean, it's pretty intact. Other than those two little feet that are missing because I traveled with it. This table has been intact for at least twenty years because well, I. First had of all, it. there's a dent on it right here. That's probably because of you, motherfucker, with those no, fucking stands I, on the microphone. <laughs> 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 all right. Uh, so yeah. So 
Boom. So you uh, right. so you massage and all that crap. All right. We'll get back to you later. Uh, Ron, where are you from? I'm originally from Berkeley. Currently residing in the town. Now, when you say town, what is that? You've been living here long enough to know. But that's about, Oakland, for the people California. who don't know what the fuck. For my town folks, it's not uh, barrier verse, East Bay verse. It's Oakland, California. And you been all around the Bay Area, correct? It's a pretty fair statement. Yeah, I have been around just a touch. Maybe around a little more than the Bay Area, but yeah, I definitely have. What high school did you go to? I went to Berkeley High and I also went to Skyline. And what year did you graduate? I was with the dinosaurs. I graduated in 99. Damn. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> uh, so you graduated in 99. What, what, was you, what did you do after uh, high school? After high school, I drifted a little bit. I didn't have a lot of direction. So um, I did what the average um, young man did. I just kind of went out and found my way. Um, worked a bunch of worthless jobs. Selling drugs and. Uh, selling drugs. I mean, I don't consider weed a drug per se. Maybe if we we're going based off like what the laws were in 2002, 2003, yeah, I probably was breaking <laughs> the law, selling what they would call drugs then. But, um, I was never really into like trying to like, uh, sell weed or ecstasy or any of that shit. I had people that was getting down, but it just wasn't, uh, really my lane. I made the mistake of working hella jobs instead of just like following a passion early on. And so kind of now at this stage of my life, that's kind of where I'm at, like going after shit I want more so than just like, feeling obligated to like work to pay a bill or some shit like that not that i'm not gonna work and not get no money at the same time but just my outlook on like where i'm putting all my energy is very different and yeah, where are you putting your energy at now um, what day of the week are we talking about hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> all right, uh, i'm currently a married man so i put all my energy into my home um so my you, wife you, and my kids but i cut here tuesday through thursday in berkeley at johnson's barbershop Where's Johnson's Barbershop at? It's in Berkeley, California, man. It's on Sacramento. Are you the, the best Sacramento barber in there? Am I the best barber in there? I wouldn't go that far. I'm still in the middle of my apprenticeship, but uh, I give quality haircuts. I'm a great listener. I'm a great conversationalist. My service is unmatched in there, that's for sure. All right. So uh, have you ever used your white privilege before? Have I ever used my white privilege? I think that every time I've attempted to think that I had an ounce of white privilege to use, <laughs> I got confronted. Be like, what? What oh, well, no, he's white. Like, you didn't know that? Yeah. But with what? Black Just white. white. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, every time that I thought I had some white privilege that I could flex, I generally got met with um, the obvious um get the fuck out of here but generally i don't walk around thinking i'm a flex white privilege i just walk around with the privilege you're gonna respect me and if you don't then i just gotta you know meet your energy with the energy you give me all right so you say you're married uh i'm surprised you said that on national radio hi babe so, <laughs> so uh when did you get married i got married on february 16 2017 in hawaii on the beach man this real player. You should have well, been. My here. birthday is February eighteenth. That was so. It's a good time to get married. Thanks. Is this a happily? Is this a happy marriage, or y'all just? I'm still there married. Just today? I'm still married, so I think it speaks <laughs> for itself. That doesn't mean it's a happy marriage. Um, I think happy is a um, overused term. Overused term and almost a bullshit term because happy is a fluctuating feeling for me, at least in my life. I don't know about you, but Everybody. like, you know, happy has its ebb and flows. One day I'm up, one day I'm down. Not like down, like I'm down and out or nothing, but shit like any other relationship you know i know some people that you know are actually like people that stay in relationships then i know people who are never 
um, consistently in relationships. So for my friends who are never in relationships, maybe you wouldn't understand how some days are good. You know, some weeks are better than other weeks, but for the most part, we complement each other very well. And uh, getting married was probably one of the best decisions I ever made when dealing with a woman. Is it an open marriage? Uh, yeah, we open to each other and all the growth that we need to like continue to seek from ourselves what and from each other. But uh, so if you mean open as in, am I trying to like fuck other girls yes. or any of that kind of shit? I'm not. I'm actually, uh, one of my side hustles puts me in a position to see a lot of very, um, lovely ladies of leisure, but, um, <laughs> my interest is just like I'm my forward thinking and where I'm just at in my life is not so much focused on getting some ass as much as it is and like making sure my house is, you know, on a quality trajectory. All right, uh, Liana, you do you believe in uh, marriage? I would say I believe in marriage. I believe that it's right for some people. Um, I would not say that it is something that is my main goal. I would say the quality of the relationship is more important than a, a ring and a piece of paper. However, to each their own, and you never know what's about to happen in your life. So I'm not dating to marry. I'm dating because I respect the individual that I am with. Have you ever been in love? Yes. How long was your longest relationship? 10 years. And he never proposed to you? He did. And you said no? Yes. Why? <laughs> 10 years, you didn't know. I mean, you we should have known he was me, the one or not by We were on and off two. for 10 years. We were on and off for 10 years. Um, I wouldn't say we were like in a committed relationship for that entire time. Like we were, we lived together for like two years. Um, through part of that but um i love him he is a kind sweet good man but he does not have the aspiration i hope for his religious beliefs are not something that i appreciate and i am definitely going extremely far in my life and i need somebody who can match that so from what i'm hearing you guys are still in contact with each other oh yeah i love that motherfucker y'all still be fucking Oh, yeah, motherfucker, I love him. <laughs> What's his name? You want to shout him out? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going to get no names, really, from me. I, I gave you one. I gave you one for the night. You That's like it. You a combination of Vlad TV and TMZ with some of these questions. <laughs> God damn. You want to blast yourself completely out here. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about uh, let's talk about some topics that uh, a couple of people emailed me and said they want to talk about. Um. First dates. Do you think? Have you ever slept with a person? I mean, I already. I'm yeah. assuming yes. But have you ever <laughs> like, slept with a person on the first date? Do you need me to answer this question? Yes. These people I have. don't know you. I know you. I, but. Yeah. I mean, yes, I have. Um, I didn't date for the longest time. No. What? Keep continue. I I didn't ever want to date like from. I had a boyfriend when I was like 18, you know, but like for the longest time, I really didn't want a boyfriend. Like I lost my virginity at 15. So I was like, man, why do I want to date one person? <laughs> yeah, okay. That's how I felt. Um, and then when I turned 18, then when me and my ex got together, it changed. But for the most part, I, I like to, I like to disappear. I like to do my own thing. I like to, you know, be myself and grow how I want to grow. I don't need somebody who wants to tell me how to live my life. So I wasn't down for that. Do you 
Um, have you ever had a uh if you were had a boyfriend right if you were with a boyfriend and he said that he wanted a uh hall pass what would you say do i get one too so that was that would be your answer mm-hmm. All right. but it depends i think it really depends and like i'm interested for you to ask him these questions as well i know that you're about to because I, i'm intrigued to Don't hear the other side rush me um r- oh excuse me <laughs> running this but um I feel like it depends on how in love you are with the person. If you're so in love with somebody, you don't need a hall pass. If you're so in love that you don't need... No, I heard, I see that face. I see the faces of these well, men up all, in it's here. It's not what you need. It's, I'm talking about if he asked you. So... Would that be a deal breaker in a relationship? If, if he, he did if not he tell me that he was cheating on me, it'd well, be a deal asked, breaker. If he, if he, asked, he, asked, pass, me, if he not, asked me for a hall pass, my first ch- response would be like, do I get one? Do I get one? What are the boundaries, right? So I'd be I'd be all right with it. But for me, it's like, okay, what do I need as a woman? As a woman, it's always the question of like, why am I not enough? Why don't I fulfill you completely? You know, that's always the woman's question going to be is like, why Have am I not enough for you? Ever heard the saying, there's nothing better than pussy, but new pussy? I don't even know how that verb is. I know. What the, the best but, pussy is new pussy. Yeah. yeah. And and the whole thing is like, I, I've... I've uh, <laughs> your wife's gonna hear this and be like ron <laughs> i have said nothing yet love <laughs> no i'm just fucking with you you're a good man um honestly i think at the end of the day when a woman's perspective is the the main question why am i not enough why do you feel like you need to go catch somebody else like is there something i need to do am i not fulfilling how i know as a woman who's done her work and who's tried to work on herself is like i get it you a man with a dick you don't want to like have the same thing for all these years i get it i like to fuck around too so like i don't know if i'm gonna be able to fully have a 20-year relationship where i'm sorry to whoever the fuck is hearing this that i might be you know talking to but i'm I'm gonna keep it real like i'm i'm not I have not always been the most faithful of once. Okay, so you seem like a yeah, that's fine, dog. That's fine, bro. Like shit. Wow. I mean, I you know I, I might as well be a man sitting here, right? Like nah, that's the whole nah. thing. <laughs> I think it's fucked up to have the dynamics of like only men should be the type that cheat. I think people first of all, women cheat more than. I don't, I don't I mean, know about black, more. Black I just think humans cheat. cheat. Like motherfuckers have desires. Yeah. People are raised different, different perspectives. Because there's definitely some women out there who would not ask about the hall pass, and everything would be centered around. I guess it would. I won't say insecurity, but just the question that you were posing, like, yeah. why am I not enough? Exactly. And I think that like um, the why am I not enough is a fair question to ask if you are having feelings um, around it, whether they're like insecurities, which I think would be the first feeling that would cause that question to be asked not that there's anything wrong with that because we all got them yeah. but um so what for, for men like myself and some men that i know um being in a relationship and getting some new pussy isn't always about a woman not being enough that we love or that we care about sometimes it's just about the moment of getting some new pussy sometimes it's the excitement of the situation sometimes i'm in a situation and i'm functioning and i meet somebody that's fly as fuck and it's a moment it's not always so much about investing in another person i mean obviously if you're having sex Mm -hmm. you know some energy is transferring for sure but like at the same time not in my current relationship but in past relationships i for sure had a girlfriend and fucked 
more than like four or five other girls in this relationship, but never had a desire to not be in a relationship with her. I was just in those moments and I wanted some pussy from somebody else. And it hurt some feelings because they couldn't handle that truth. Mm -hmm. But then when I tried to be extremely truthful about how like, all right, well, I would rather not be your dude because I'm going to do me. And when you leave, I'm for sure going to do me. So please don't like, don't allow yourself to catch feelings for me. And I think, I think that's hard. Go ahead. Sorry. I just, it seems like whenever I'm like in my past, when I was like really honest about what I did not desire, because I knew what came with that, that would like draw people to like be in love faster. My dick, oh, my dick game is decent too. So I think that was also <laughs> partial part of that. Hey, you brought me on here to talk about this shit and you asking wild questions. Don't turn your head. Down. I know. Right. Seriously. I'm like, oh, we all right, here. anyways, like, can I ask a goddamn question? <laughs> I guess. Go uh, ahead. I guess. Since it's your podcast. So Ron, uh, what would you say to your wife if she came up to you and asked you for a hall pass? Um, I would ask her. I never really considered this question, so this is going to be probably like a really tongue-in-cheek, off-the-cuff answer. But um, for sure, the first thing I would think was that probably like our relationship is over from the standpoint of I find that most times when women in committed relationships decide they want to go out and fuck somebody else is because they didn't already detach themselves from whoever you are and whatever y'all had going on. And so um, being that I'm married, I would probably... um, be trying to figure out what's next for it, where I'm going with the direction of my yeah, life. Be that's not to bit. say that's not to say that I'm into it or opposed to it. I'm definitely not into it. So let me not even act like I'm kind of open to it because I'm like I'm not sharing my wife with nobody else. So what if she? If, so you said no, right? And what if she would say, uh, "Well, can we bring someone else in the bedroom?" Um, what if you? Yeah, like if she said she wanted to have a threesome with you and somebody else. Um, as long as been, their yeah, main body part um, had a crease and it didn't dangle, I could be open to it. But even then, I'm not in the threesomes with my partner. I was in a relationship with somebody who was in the threesomes but couldn't decide what they liked more. Um, and that was okay with me. But for me, it was strictly sexual. And for them, they couldn't decide if it was sexual or emotional. Romantic. And so for me, I'm not um, entertaining that with somebody I want to be with just because I've seen what the um, – that you know everybody's like oh blood had a threesome oh i did this i did that but it's it's some flip side to that shit too when yeah. it's like your woman and not just somebody you just fuck with and i don't think a lot of people have those in-depth conversations about how that shit works out and um you know i think men encounter feelings they didn't know that they was gonna have about situations like that as well as women but yeah um babe i'm not handing out no hall passes so if you come at me with that shit it's over well i i think the other thing also is that for women when they cheat is that we're not cheating because we just want to fuck we're cheating because we're not getting something out of it right it's more of an emotional thing like if i want to cheat on you it is not about and i will say this I have already ended the relationship, but still like, like we've been together, you know, it's like, it's not like, you know, I'm like in love with this person and going to like fucking around. Like, I'm not going to say it like that, but a woman cheats for a very different reason. It's because she's not emotionally, mentally or physically getting something that she needs for a man. I think it's a little bit different. They're just like, they see some fine ass woman. They're like the moment hits them. They're like, it presents themselves. It might be different, right? She don't got to always be that fine. It could just be a scumbag. Niggas is out here for the real. Oh, yeah, exactly. But like, for example, like to me, I'm not going to encourage any man to cheat. Like I definitely have an ex-boyfriend who comes into my job and definitely tries to hit motherfucker. I see you. Right. Um, But he's got a woman. He's got a baby. You know, like him and I were together before the baby and everything like that. And and now it's like he's trying to hit. I'm not again. He's not saying names. (laughs) 
So <laughs> I fuck with her. Too. I fuck with her real tough. I just met her today, but I fuck with her tough. What'd you say? I said I just met you today, but I, oh, fuck, okay, I, I, but right. I fuck with all you. All right, bro. I see you. I see you. Hell yeah. No, but no, no, no. um, you know, he like comes in and it's like when when him and his girl were on the rocks, like they weren't really together. He wasn't living with her. All right, cool. That's cool. Like. You know, you did that shit. That's his problem, right? But For you sure. told me he wasn't, you know, you weren't living with so her. So basically right. he lied to now, you. That's oh, fuck. Because he was. That ain't still. shit. You tell me. Listen, the whole thing is that what women do is they overthink. They overthink. Is he still with her? Is he? I'm going to take you at face value. You say, I don't want a relationship. I'm fucking crazy. Oh, okay. You don't want a relationship and you're fucking crazy. I know hella women who are just like, he's not crazy. He doesn't need to be like that. He doesn't mean it. Bitch. Th- that's right, not right, true. Right. <laughs> so you you said that right so why is it so hard for women to forgive men when they cheat when they know the guy don't give a fuck about the girl he's just boom because it, he, he they know that it's something more than they women they think a lot they have a lot of emotions they are raised to talk about their feelings and to express themselves and when somebody doesn't express themselves or can't be honest with you and can't be can't communicate the same way and they and you can't give a man what he needs that's like diminishing that hurts you that's like you're not listening to my question okay i said why is it so hard for women to forgive a man if they know that when men cheat is a man oh i see it's just it's just oh i'm just trying to like nut because it was the honesty not, it doesn't even mean anything it was the honesty if you're going to cheat on a woman if 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 my partner him and if him and i are in love right go ahead i just need to chime in next yeah but i all mean like <laughs> i want to hear the other side too like if if a man if the man that i love decided to cheat on me and i found out about it i'd be like if you were unhappy why didn't you just say something to me right if you if you needed to go like that's that's why it's so hard to forgive it's not necessarily because he went and fucked another woman but it's like you lied to me you either told me that you didn't cheat that you like that i was everything that you needed like it's it's the illusion that these fools fucking tell you that they're everything like you know everything's fine when it's not that's what gets me go ahead i think that that is a very fair viewpoint as far as like if somebody is like creating illusions of what is and what isn't mm-hmm. um but it was something that you said that really jumped out at me and you spoke of honesty and so i'm curious when you're in a relationship how often do you inquire about a, your partner's faithfulness because like in situations where i've cheated it hasn't really been like a dishonest situation outside of the fact that i'm going to commit a relationship with you and i just didn't express to you that i fuck somebody else but it's not like a oh i'm gonna be at jordan's house yeah, don't bring um, me and we're going <laughs> me and jordan going out to the bar and to the club and then i end up fucking some chick shit. like you know what i mean like that is where i would see like as a dishonest obviously you know i'm being a little petty here because it's dishonest to still go out and fuck somebody else but like the main portion of the question that I think that is being missed is like, if you feel that men are primal and you think that men are just in line for sure to have one offs here and there, like if you are aware of this one off, then why is it such an emotional issue or why is it such a big deal if you're aware of the one off coming? And I think that that's, what's kind of difficult for women is that because like, for me, I've been around enough dudes. I've like slept with enough dudes. I've been in enough relationships. That's like, I'm going to accept you for who you are. If I know that you're a dog, when I get in a relationship with you, I'm going to know you're a dog by the time you cheat on me. Right. But 
not everyone is like that. Not everyone's going to think that. They're going to think, oh, he's in love with me and this is not how he is. You have to understand people for who they fucking are, right? Uh, why Why would you get with him if you know... Why would you be in a relationship if you know he was Because he was fun. Because he, he was, nice was fine and, and shit. shit. The movie, he had man. a nice car. No, motherfucker. Oh, you wow. fall in love with people, right? <laughs> like, sometimes you can't always, like, tell why you're attracted to somebody. It's not because of their looks, you know? Like, one of, one of my last boyfriends, he was ugly as shit, but I still was into him. You, you got to tell us his name, though. I'm just messing with you. Man, you his name you is don't. Nathan. Fuck him. Damn. <laughs> Nate. Nathan what? No. That's where we draw the line, <laughs> Boosa. Yeah, Come exactly. on, man. We just wanted his first name. All yeah. right. So uh, since we're on the <laughs> since we're on the subject of cheating. That was hella fun. Um <laughs> what are some if you had a boyfriend, right? Nice catch. What are some what are some things that you would forgive your boyfriend as far as cheating? I mean, would you what do you what do you think is too far? Like fucking or kissing or if like just simply texting another girl? I've been jealous about all of it. My, um, you know, obviously, but I have cheated and I have been cheated on. A limit for me would be um, if I think there's an emotional connection. Like if you went out and you didn't tell me and you went and fucked a girl and you've seen her more than a couple times and y'all be texting and like, you know, you go and see each other. That's a fucking cross in the line. Like there's an emotional element that you're dipped out. If you are drunk and out one night, am I now I'm interested. Like I, I just, I, I've been in every one of these perspectives and I think that sometimes that's just what you got to do to light them some ass. Um, <laughs> you're not wrong you're not wrong at all and the whole thing is like you know i don't need to be in a relationship with somebody who wants to be doing that like right, to so me I, I believe in a committed relationship but at the same time we talk about a hall pass now a hall pass is different than cheating right it means yes. that we communicated about it and we both have agreed that we can go do some shit it doesn't mean that it's a free-for-all and that we have an open relationship i don't believe in these agreements hall passes is just a reason to argue for the next six months to a year if you hey, last that okay. long after you hand that shit out so ron what you're saying is uh yeah, ask me a question don't paraphrase <laughs> so what you're saying <laughs> no, I'm is so sorry no you, no you, you're right you're right honestly what you're saying is in order to for men in order to like get some pussy you have to like build a relationship in order to get it i don't think every and situation then women is... and then women see that as you having feelings from and you're telling them it's not i think it just depends on the woman you're trying to cheat with or what the situation is i don't think that every situation has to be a we need to meet up for some coffee and get to know each other before you let me smash but at the same time i've been in positions where those dynamics definitely existed but it wasn't because we were trying to get to know each other to like build a relationship it was more like i just met you and you was a cool ass person and we kind of vibed but like at no point in time was my interest anything past like kind of just being your partner and getting some ass like my favorite position to be in when i was single was really to just be somebody's like be my homie be my folks we mm -hmm. could talk keep it real with each other the whole nine we could fuck i'm gonna treat you good i'm gonna respect you but when you leave i'm not disrespecting you when you leave i'm just doing me when you go and if you're assuming that you have to have like some rights to me or some like clamps on me where like this shit is affecting your life when i'm doing me away from you then that's not for me. But like, if we can be like really good friends, like fuck, do shit we like to do, and like all that other shit will work itself out. But when you just start trying to like put titles on shit, yeah. force shit on people, like create energy that's not exactly there because you want it to be there. You know, some people have ulterior motives when they go into these situations. I've definitely have told people, I don't want to be a relationship. I want to just be your friend. And that motherfucker want to be like my wife, like Tomorrow. six weeks later, like yeah. crazy shit. Is this uh old girl you're talking about? Old girl? 
What's her name again? There are a ton of old girls. Which old girl are you? <laughs> I've been knowing you for quite some time. I've gone, and I've gone through a few since I've known you. Uh, most notably, I won't say her name, but I, when I was um, in my late 20s, early 30s, I dated an older lady who was fly as fuck. Still got love for it. When I see her daughter at the Starline, I'm probably going to smoke a joint with her right outside the door. Yeah. Um, when I see her son, I'm probably going to smoke a joint with her son. Yeah. But um, I tried to keep it a band with her and tell her, you know, like when I met her, like I'm interested in you. I really like fucking on you. You know what I mean? We really cool. We do a lot of shit together, but I'm also like... You're 51. I'm 30. What we like long term? This ain't no real situation right. for a relationship. Well, we could for sure be solid as fuck for a long time, and you know, one thing led to another. And I love you, and I don't care about our age, and we can make it work. And I was like, yeah, I'm not signing up for that. Then I became all kind of assholes and all kind of shit like that. But I feel like if that energy wasn't forced on me, then we probably, well, I don't know if we would be friends in the way we were friends before, but just with my life being where it is, but. It would definitely be a situation where we could be like very cordial, cool, check on each other. You know what I mean? Well, I think what's difficult about that is that you can't always like fi- hide your feelings. You know, it's like you really can't hide your feelings. And like, you know, I know that on, me being on this podcast, being how I'm speaking to y'all, I'm gonna be the bitch in this whole situation because I know other nah. women will be here. No, but I know other women will be hearing this, this and be like, "That's not how it is." The age of the Me Too shit, and women are. But but you know what? No, like that's what my whole thing is like. I'm all about respect. My whole thing is like I come at it with respect. If you come at me with a respectful ass relationship, I'm gonna come at you with respect. If you start treating like you start acting like a little bitch and you acting like how would retarded, I'm gonna be like, "Fool, you a." Ch- child right and like i'm gonna treat you like a child and but i'm gonna have fun with you hey I, you know i don't discriminate but like i think at the end of the day it's really challenging to be able to um have a man be able to understand a woman's perspective and have a woman be able to fully engage and understand a man's perspective because our emotions are extremely different the way that our brains work is completely different right we have different ways that we feel you've expressed to me that marriage is not exactly in your forte right wait who you this ain't about me oh okay it's definitely not his vortex (laughs) no i no no, not at all and like you know if say if you and i had ever done whatever right it's like and i tried to force something on you i'd be a fool because shit i know who you are right and i'm not saying that you're a good man like you respectful man you cool you sexy all that jazz right this man you're speaking of this is jordan okay Okay. the man who's on everyday celebrity podcast thank you you everybody blowing him out you know he's he's a fine motherfucker right but um (laughs) but at the same time he's enjoying this too much (laughs) (laughs) that it ain't wrong to you know it ain't wrong to compliment somebody and i think that women have a really hard time with that women have a really hard time not being honest feeling really insecure not knowing like feeling like when am i gonna find the one when am i gonna get married da, 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 da. and it's just like girl chill the fuck out you know like calm down don't try and pine out for a man who is not trying to fucking have anything serious with anybody or who's just not interested in you it doesn't necessarily mean he doesn't want to commit it's just maybe it's not you why are you trying to pine after somebody who's not interested in you but sometimes um People like I for sure have been a dude that have not been interested in a girl, but the sex was cool. And so I definitely have treated people like they were a convenience. Mm-hmm. And um, I appreciate that I've grown um, just as a person and how I treat people and how I want to be treated that I don't treat people like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Shout out to growth. But um, I've definitely treated people as convenience and um, kind of like you just some ass for the moment. Yeah. Um, and it's been so blatantly obvious. And in those situations when they find that they love me, 
I'm trying to figure out what was the major malfunction along the lines between birth and this point in life <laughs> and how they got to the point where they fell in love with somebody who was as much of an asshole as I was. But that's the whole thing is that women are born and raised to like nurture and develop and like, you know, like we're out here, like we like people needing us. We want to be needed ourselves, you know, and that's why people get caught up. Well, the town is known for players. So what I want to say is I don't want to put it all on women because she sounds like a female player to me. A lot of her perspective is not one that falls in line with a lot of the ladies that I speak to on a regular. (laughs) So to be honest with you, I appreciate her perspective. Do I think that I could have a woman with the similar perspective that I have, which it feels like we have a similar perspective? I don't know. But um, the shit is crazy. I mean, I think people I think all of it generates first and foremost from just being selfish even if it's unintentional but the selfish desire desire to have what you want and also the desire to have what you kind of can't have because people always want some shit they can't have mm-hmm. even the most grounded motherfuckers even somebody with a lot of money you know maybe not even always be focused around money but like it's always something that is not for you that you want to have of course and i feel like um it just fucking sucks when it becomes between like you know just person to person i won't label male or female just because we in the town as mm-hmm, well mm-hmm. and um the town is very non-binary and you can be whatever you want to be so person to person um shit just sucks when somebody has way more feelings than they should all right so uh let's change the next question <laughs> so if you were in a relationship right would you feel uncomfortable if your partner's best friend was the opposite sex and no. they were like chilling, hanging around no, each other, spending the night at each. It's like she was like he or she or he was like, oh, I'm gonna spend the night at so. So like my tonight. wife's best friend was a dude, and she's like, oh, I'm finna go take yes. the kids over there. We stand over there. Yeah, exactly. Y'all can be cool. That's a loaded question. Homies, that's a loaded question because um, it depends on the history of the relationship, how cool she is with me. Like to me, again, they're like it's best friends, thing. like best friends. male female dynamic best friends for like 20 know. years he doesn't want been to like fucking for off and on time. for years she for sure just, she wanted to fuck him like for example now like so the, wait wait before you get into that so what you're saying is you wouldn't be down you wouldn't allow it or you will feel uh, i think some that's a loaded question i would say that i i would like to think that i'd be okay with it however right and that's an honest question i'm not trying to give you like uh i, I want to give you as a direct answer as possible yes that's what everyday celebrity is about all right but <laughs> motherfucker. but at the same time i think that like for i'm gonna give you a for example dude who i was who i've been fucking with 10 years you know loved him one of his best friends and roommate is a dominatrix woman she's cool as fuck and they have been friends for hella long they used to work together I would not suspect one piece, one shred of it. Because she's unattractive. She's dominating him. She ain't attracted to him. (laughs) She is not attracted to him. And, and. That's the only reason you feel that way, right? No, not necessarily. Like, he got, um, when back in the day, she had a boyfriend who was super jealous of, uh, of my, of my dude. And it was because they thought they were fucking together. But I knew at the end of it that, this chick was so not interested in him like she was just like thought of him or as like a brother and now that they live together and everything like that she's cool as shit in that situation i'm not really worried about it because her and i have had some real talks i've talked to him about it i i can sense what's going on between the two of them so that's the whole situation where i'm like man she's she's practically naked walking around the house she got a stripper pole in the middle of the fucking house she's got naked pictures everywhere you know like and i'm over there spending the night you know all this kind of shit and it's all good do i think that they've ever slept together i don't think she'd ever want to sleep with him if i'm perfectly honest i'm gonna tell you they slept together before 
Yeah, but even if they did, though, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if... Uh, <laughs> I don't know if... Ain't no way in hell a dude is going to be living with a chick. I Let me put it to you this way. If he was here right now, if he was here instead of me talking to y'all, you know, I hope he would be honest with y'all. But like... um, You said I fucked her like randomly one night. That's what he would say. You know what? I'm I'm under the belief of like... I actually never asked him if he ever slept with her because I was never even that curious. I was just like, I wasn't really worried about it. To me, when I trust somebody, I'm going to trust you. If I don't trust you, then we got issues. Then I'm going to be suspecting shit. Then I'm about to be jealous. But like, if I trust you, shit, bro, like you do you. I'm not going to go through your phone. I'm not going to worry about where you're going at. I'm just going to say, you do you. I do me. I'm going to trust that I'm not going to go out and fuck some random dude. I'm going to trust that you're not going to go out and fuck some random girl. But what happened before us and what happens after us is not in my business. Facts. Facts. So, Ron, you're saying that I don't care. Uh, she can't have a man as a best friend. I'm not saying I don't care. When I first got with my wife, she had a, a group of men, um, a group a group of friends. Some were married men. Some were single men. Um, and I think that it, 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 it can be weird. Um, I'm not generally an insecure type of dude. Like, if you my girl, I'm going into it like you my girl um i'm really good with picking up on energy and vibes um and so some of the dudes that were a part of this whole clique of friends that she had were hella cool and hella chill like i went to a an an event where all these motherfuckers was hanging out and so you know a few of the dudes walk up hey what's up bro how you doing you want to drink you know you smoke you know we got food over here whatever then it was like two other cats who walked up one of them gave her a hug and kind of turned his back on me and didn't even speak. And I was like, huh. Ooh, interesting. noted, noted. And so like, you know, I know bitch assness when I see it. Mm-hmm. I didn't have an issue with it, but I was like, you know, noted. Slightly concerning. Then yeah. there was another dude who also, I had like, during this podcast, I'm watching the 49ers Green Bay Packers game I'm on watching it as well, actually, right if I'm honest with you, I see it. And so <laughs> it, during this time, it was the playoffs and I had the game on my phone. So the one dude who was very standoffish, but because I had the playoffs on my phone, was talkative a little bit. But so both these fools had just some weird ass energy, and I was like, you know, I can't really put my finger on it. But the fat, the fat nigga, I'm gonna just put it out there. I hope you listen to this. I'm not gonna say your name because you, you know, your fat ass don't even deserve to be famous. And if you make another light skin joke, I'm probably gonna slap you. But um, this fat nigga, I knew for a fact from the moment I was like, he for sure wants to fuck you, and I generally don't give a fuck because if I'm fucking you now, it don't really matter who wants to fuck you but if your energy is that of like you know for lack of a better term bitch ass nigga um i'm probably gonna scope that shit out and not really be with the movement so later on down the line i talked to my wife yo what's up with dude like he tried to fuck you before oh well you know i mean he's never really tried to get at me one night we were drinking and he kind of had put it out there that if it was ever good he'd be with the movement and i was like oh i seen the whole thing and you know dude works in corporate and so he tried to be like, oh, I didn't even notice that I didn't speak she to you. Tried. But nobody works in corporate and does not understand social etiquette. Hello. Hi. How are you? Even if you fake as fuck, which we know a lot of corporate interactions are. So, mm-hmm. you know, would I be opposed to a male best friend? I wouldn't be opposed to it, yes. but it would be a dynamic. It couldn't be no situation where like all that shit you describe, you going to spend a night at this motherfucker's house and 
Y'all laying around in houses. Yeah, I mean, but also like, as a grown ass woman, as a grown ass man, why are you spending the house? Why are you spending the night at anyone's houses other than the person that you? Yeah, because if you live with me and you don't come back to sleep here tonight, and we you're not out of town, talk. we gonna talk about it. If you're not out of town, and that's but also like so you, you, I don't you know, want, you want you want them to drive home drunk instead of just spending the night. Gotta drive Uber. home. Yep, and check Uber. And ladies, check the child lock before you get an Uber. This abduction shit is real. But back to the podcast. Yeah, well, um, catch an Uber. I'll come pick your motherfucking ass up. Like, what are you doing? So drunk. With somebody else, though, like if, uh, yeah, like uh, like to me, I think it's corporate like, happy hours, free bars. That's like how that. shit goes down. <laughs> but like uh, honestly, um, in, in my opinion, I think that like if you're a grown ass person, why the fuck are you spending the night at your friend's house? You got your own house. You you gonna spend the night at your own fucking house. Like, I'm at the point in life too where I'm not I'm dating like, nobody that's not responsible enough. Exactly. To that shit. I'm like, I don't you ain't got a car. A you ain't got your own apartment. No, I'm mm. just talking about on the like. You get so drunk that you black out. Like it's cool to get drunk and we all get faded. Everybody in this room has probably backed out before. I know for yeah. a fact this nigga in front of me has. And so with that being said, um, yeah, you know that's that's a one off situation, <laughs> but just like. One. If you got so drunk to the point where you got to the point where you was gonna black out and you didn't think to call your man to be like, yo, I kind of need you. Are you really my girl? Yeah, I agree. And like my whole thing is that like I used to I used to drink a little bit more than I do. Like I work at a bar, right? So like I see drunk motherfuckers all the night long. I don't give I'm so good off of that shit. But like I don't really ever drink like that. I've been blacked out. I've been drunk only a couple times like that in my life because man, I respect myself. I actually like how I feel the next day. Like I want to know like that I'm not being violated. Like, you know, being like even dealing, doing drugs and shit like that. Like I was never that into drugs. Like I'll do some here and there, but like you're not about to see me out of my element, not being able to control myself or like be be supportive and like know how I'm going to get home. Make sure I got my keys. Right. And that's why I like the people that I hang out with, the people who are cool, who I'm cool with, they are solid people. They know how to get home. They got their own place. They got their own money. They got their own car. They're responsible. Like those are the people that I fuck with. That's why when somebody comes in, this motherfucker, not you, sorry, but this motherfucker, my ex-boyfriend who came into the job like Damn, two this weeks whole episode ago. Is about this nigga in. But there's you, like you five love, of them. What you talking about? You love him. But, he came in not only blowed out on fucking he was blowed out by the time he got there then he got shit faced drunk and when i got off work he tried to come into my car i was like i kicked that motherfucker out i told the security guard about him i was like you gonna catch an uber home you are not touching me you are not getting in my car like you gonna get out you're gonna go home you're gonna go with your baby mama and like leave me leave my fucking ass alone you're the one who came to my job unannounced like, you're not going to, you know, that's my whole thing. It's like, man, you need to be able to control yourself. Like, you're a grown-ass man with responsibility. Like, that's uh, what are you doing? If you ever listen to this podcast, my guy, it sounds like your baby mama was an accident. Um, and that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I keep hearing is you're, it was an accident. It was an accident. You know what? Hey, it's all people... His daughter is adorable. She is beautiful. Yes, yeah, His yeah. baby mama, I've never met her. She seems like a good woman. She's but the accident. My baby, my first baby mama is the accident. Trust and believe. The, the first baby mama is always the accident. But he's still trying to be with her and all that kind of stuff. But then why are you trying to be with her and trying Does to Does he have a good me? job? He He's a barber. Oh, uh, yeah. Makes well, money. Yeah. Now that we're on the job subject, this next question is, would you, <laughs> if you were dating someone, right? Your significant other, let's say they he or she lost a job, right? And you were the only one working. Would you care if like six months go by, a year goes by, he still wasn't working? Would you stay with him? 
Now that's that's not a fully formed question because is he looking for work? Yes, he's looking for work. Okay, if he's looking well, for work, he's, he's, he's looking for work. Your ass ain't looking for work. Yeah, lo- I, I was about to say that's not that hard. Well, he's Shit. telling you he's looking for work. He's just saying, yeah. I mean, it, are we living together? Like, so is yes, this a whole? Got, all right, the whole, the the whole picture is we're living yes, together. Living he together. lost his job. Lost he's his job. looking, quote unquote, for work. Exactly. Would you stand um, by him? I'd be like, I'm not a nagging kind of person. You're a grown ass man. If I'm not about to help you pay for bills that are not mine, if it's a joint bill situation. I'll help you make sure your phone is on. I'm not going to buy you clothes. I will buy groceries. I will pay for make sure the lights are on and that the car insurance is paid. But anything else, that ain't my problem. Like, I now my whole thing is that, like, that might not be a, a popular opinion. However, if I'm pulling my weight, you got to pull your weight. Now, what if, if he's you're not spending for, some of your money? Now, I've been in a situation. No, let me say this. My sister has been in a situation where she was paying for a motherfucker that did not deserve to be paid for. <coughs> that shit is rough to watch. That shit is rough to watch. I have been in a relationship where my dude has been working and I bought him things because he'll give me things. That's that's like, you know, a dual situation. If you got anybody worth anything um, in front of you and you got some money in your pocket and you're not willing to spend it on them, you probably shouldn't even have them in front of you. Because if you don't value them in that way, they're probably not valuing you in that and same I way And I like, either. you know, there's the five love languages, right? Do y'all know what those are? Enlighteners. All right. So the five love languages are um, af- words of affirmation, affection, physical touch, um, gifts, ac- like gifts, like physical gifts, acts of service. And then uh, what's the last one? <laughs> Bruh. I can't think of all of them off the top of my head, but everybody has sure their dominating... Five? There's five, but I just can't think of the last one. Whoever's What's, listening to this, I know you're about to know all the last one. What's your you know love what language? My love language is acts of service mm. and um, physical touch, and then I'll do gifts, right? I would say, actually, no, let me put it to you this way. Words of affirmation and acts of service. Those are my top two. I will tell you how wonderful you are. I'll tell you how amazing you are. I will I will build you up. I will make you feel good. I'm not about to tell you what you're doing wrong with your life. You look for a job, but you can't find one. I'm going to encourage you. What do you feel good about? What's feeling good for you? So for me, I'm not about to be over there being like, why don't you have a job yet? You ain't paid these bills. <laughs> I'm going to be like, okay, obviously that job didn't work out for you. Like what what works for you? If you really just can't do this, this is like my stepdad. He hasn't worked in I don't know how long, right? My mother supports him. Why the fuck she does that is none of my business, right? That's her relationship. That's not my problem. I don't like that motherfucker, but again, that's not my problem, right? In my opinion, we're two grown-ass people. I'm going to pull my weight, you pull your weight, and we're going to spoil each other, right? That's how I feel. I'm going to leave the floor open. Pass the baton. Me personally, uh... (laughs) I mean, I've been in that situation where my woman has held me down. I'm not the best employee. I got a um, a bad attitude. I don't give a fuck about your uh, microaggressions at jobs and shit. And so I find that uh, I'm in a position now where I'm just trying to be on some entrepreneur shit and also trying to acquire some property. So that like the confines of having to work to like take care of shit is not as big of a deal. Kind of have shit take care of for me. But like, would I stay in a relationship long term if a motherfucker was like doing nothing for themselves? Like, I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat as my lovely. Um, co-guest here like i'm down i got you i'm gonna hold you down if i care about you and love you but like at the same time 
I do have like a point where there's going to be a pivot to like, if you're not handling shit, um, it's only going to be so long. I agree with not nagging at first. I agree with being very encouraging, but like if that shit is not leading towards anything like substantial, um, it's not going to be able to work for me because I'm not here to, um, take care of grownups. You know, people got moms and dads for that shit. All right. I looked up the five really quickly. Words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, acts of service and receiving gifts. So it's quality time. I'm definitely down with the quality time. I'll shake all my friends to make sure I'm holding my women down. That's your love language, quality time? Hell yeah. yeah. Say it again. Your love language is quality time, you say? For sure, for sure. When the last time I went out with you for a drink versus being at home with my wife and my kids and taking care of what I love the most? I mean, nigga, you got three kids. That's probably The fuck that got to do? This motherfucker's with 10 kids that don't take care of their kids. (laughs) I got a partner right now who's going to be on number eight. And I'm not going to even mention how many baby mamas. And he love all his kids to death, but he don't fuck with all his kids like that. So, you know what I mean? I'm talking about quality time. Like, not just quality time. We call that wrap it up. But quality time isn't like next month i'm taking my wife to the st francis hotel we're gonna do the spy package and everything hey like, that's a nice hotel yeah, I, it really that, is. yeah that's a nice uh, place probably time is like y'all take these goddamn kids grandmothers and let me go spoil my wife for the night and exactly. take her get a room yeah, hey look treatment. at this man i run see his you. dick up get some Respect drink my wife smoke weed we're gonna get on and fuck like crazy at the top of the thing with a nice hey. view of the bay this nigga's gonna be go. arguing no, fuck no. It might actually argue that night, but I'm still gonna run it up on that ass. We still gonna get nice massages. That's another thing about arguing, though. I'd like to, I'd like to say that. I don't know if you know got another question, but I would like to say I think people get so stressed out that arguing is such a bad thing in a relationship. It's like I'm not one to argue. I'm not necessarily one to pick a fight, but like at the same time, why are we so worried that an argument is the end of a relationship? To me, it's like sometimes you can't agree on everything, but it now it's also. If you're choosing to argue for the sake of arguing is one thing, right? However, if you cannot agree on something and you are so wound up in your own mind that you cannot see the other person's perspective, maybe you need to take a step back. I think the shit we argue about like four times a week is like dinner. Oh, you didn't put enough fucking gas in the car, but you want to switch cars and I got the gas on E and shit. But like, uh, you know, I got I'm talking about like serious. Arguments, no, yeah, I was going like- to say I got some emotional triggers where I didn't definitely like spaz out and had some like, fuck you, get the fuck out of my face mm-hmm. moments. But uh, at the same time, like where I'm at in the process of just who I am as a man, as a family man, as a husband, like after I'm in that space and I have a minute to calm down, that's not to say it's OK to flash on people and then apologize later. But I definitely take time to like sit with myself and ask myself, was it necessary for me to go that hard? Was it necessary for me to really just be that big of an asshole? And sometimes it is. But even in those moments, I'm so mindful of like how it's affecting my lady that I'll come back later on and like real life and have a sit down. Exactly. And allow her to express how she feels, but also like come with like the most humble apology because it comes from a real place of me wanting to like be smooth with my lady. And although I may have been triggered, although I may have like flashed on you and obviously never in a physical format, just only in, um, you know, conversation, but, um, having to come back and reassure her that, you know, even if we're going to argue and be upset with each other, I love you. And that's not like I, the ongoing energy I want to have. I think that's there. a really important thing. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, no, but I good. just would like to say this is that like, you know, I think it's hard for a lot of people. I won't just say men. It's a lot of people to apologize like when they flash and they get triggered, they don't want to accept the fact that they were triggered. They don't want to accept the fact that they were in the wrong. And I think that's a, that's a big point is like, if you can accept the fact that you were in the wrong and that you can come back and apologize and be like, yo, I thought about it and I don't really like how I went about it. I still feel this way. This still hurt me. And I, but I don't want to be like that. That's to me is like, man, that's cool. Like I don't need you flashing on me. Sure. But like at the same time, I get it. We all get angry. We all got triggers. Like, but if you're man enough to come to me and say, I'm sorry, for how I treated and I come to you and say I'm sorry I didn't mean to trigger that because I know that about you 
right? That's that's huge. Like, and I think people have a really hard time with that, and they want to do this. Like, you know, I don't want to show. want to call it childish games, but they want to. It's childish play with to it. It's childish where to they're just extent. like, you said this and da da da, and they just want to keep the drama on. It's like, man, I don't need drama in my life. Like, fuck, I don't need that shit. I've been in a situation where I, I know people, um, people as close to me as my father, who can sometimes employ to like, oh, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. And that shit is cool in the moment when you're not giving a fuck when you all like fired up. But like, you know, most people that don't give a fuck usually care more than the person they're trying to tell they don't care. So um, I don't want to be that person. And when I find myself in that energy, I got to find ways to get the fuck away from that because that's not my best me. And somebody who doesn't let you leave, you need to question that, too. If, they, if you say I need to leave and take some time, let let that man leave. Let that man walk away for a minute and let him come back because you don't want to aggravate the situation. <laughs> no, it's facts. Because I didn't definitely did the. If you don't get the fuck out of my face, I need Straight you up. to get the fuck away from me. And that's I'm because. In the back to smoke, leave that's me alone. because me. That's because me. If you don't get out of my face, we going to throw some fucking I mean, hands. Like, I'm not a. Shit. I'm not a fucking. I'm thinking of somebody right now constantly used to do that to me. Oh man, it's so irritating. Like I get it. I've been in. I've been in one physical altercation <laughs> in my life with a dude, and it was because neither of us got out of each other's face. It was because both of us were amping each other up. And I, I I'm not proud to say this, but I choked that motherfucker because I was like, man, fuck you. You choked and him th- first. Yeah. Did he hit you? Nah. I mean, he he pushed me around, but I wouldn't say he hit me. Did you call the police on him? He what called the police on me. Say he hit he you. called the police on you. Yes, he did. Is this the barber? Mm-hmm. I want to give that nigga a high five when I see him. Yes, but when I've been in a domestic came, altercation myself that I did arrested. not start, and I did react, and I did go to jail. And, and the whole thing, shit, and the whole thing is that like I should have called the police first myself because exactly, I was okay. attacked and, first. And, and the whole thing was that like yeah, in that police, situation, they, you got to go to jail. He ended up calling them back, and they didn't come right because like so the whole situation. My girl just hit me in with a frying pan. Ah, sorry, we're not coming out for that. No, 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 no. He called and was just like, me and my girl are having an argument. Like, you need to come out here, right? Um, or like, she hit me or some shit like that. It's a black dude? Mm-hmm. And then, and then he called me. And then he called them back and was just like, because like, I was just cool. like, I was like, fuck, bro. I was like, all right, all right, all right. And and obviously, like, I knew it was because both of us were fucking trashed. We were fucking That's trashed, man. And like, I was pissed because he had just cheated on me. I found... <laughs> I was suspecting some shit. I'm not a proud moment of this. This is the whole night of the non-proud moment. I was, I was so suspecting you went some his shit. Phone. I went through his yeah. phone. So you I contra- found a video Wait of a minute, him stop. getting head from his, from an ex of his. So you contradicted yourself. You do go through the phones. I, I, I told you there you have been times where I have. So getting head is cheating. It is. I just wanted you to. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, for she sure, was about for to sure. Say, no, it's not. <laughs> no, I had to think about. I had to register and ask, think about what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's kissing. I cheating? found. I found. God, that's a difficult question. You know so. what I mean? You ever saw a uh, pretty woman don't motherfucking kiss? That's how you get caught up. Yeah, exactly. Kiss. Plus, like, kiss you know, these you hoes. You kiss these hoes? Time out, time out, time out. It's not about me. I'm just the host. I'm the moderator. <laughs> 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 so we're going to go through. I'm going to ask you yes or no questions. It's like you just got to say yes or no. No okay. explanation. Okay. We're talking about cheating. Is kissing cheating? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Both of you guys agree? Yes. Yes. All right. Is getting head cheating? Me receiving head, I don't consider to be cheating. But if um, somebody was eating my wife out, I would feel like it was cheating. Honestly, getting if a man is like getting head, honestly, no. But I knew who he was cheating on, so I knew it was more than that. So in that no, situation, no, no, no. we're not talking about your situation. We're oh, just talking okay. about a general. Do you think getting head is cheating? Yeah, I would. Okay. Yes, it is. Is is getting on a dating app cheating? Yes. 
even though they never met up with you anyone. know they want to fuck why else are they on there what about you some people are looking for lasting friendships and Good relationships fucking lord go after they run that, that after they run that pussy up on the first go or the second date that shit. some people just look at, the, <laughs> look at fashion they try every to girl i ever made on any dating website was with the movement right away all that shit so, they was talking oh, yeah. on their profile was you, yes bullshit no. get on a date nap yeah hell yeah what the fuck is you on there for if you're not exactly why, you, why the fuck you all right so is uh Is going out, is accepting gifts from someone cheating. If we at the bar and I go to the bathroom and some lame ass dude decides to buy you a drink, no. No, I'm yeah. talking about If your that friend. nigga goes out and buys you like a tennis bracelet. Um, or a fucking pair of panties, which I've had happen before. I denied uh, yeah. those motherfucking panties because, yeah. ew, first of all. If a motherfucker buys you all, some panties and you bring them shits to my house. You first so of all, cheap. why would a woman accept some These random are yes panties? Because okay. no. so yes. he been in that pussy, that's why. Because that's his pussy, too. It's so it's yes. Mind. You're saying yes? <laughs> is accepting gifts cheating? Consider cheating to yes. you, yes. I would say yes. Now, here's the whole thing. Yeah, I'm gonna, No, no I'm thing. just going to say this one thing. I have been at a job where this motherfucker was so fucking into me. He kept giving me shit. And I was like, you need to stop. Because I was living with my dude at the time who was not cool with it. And he kept buying me shit. And I would give it back to him. And, I, and then I, at a certain point, I gave it away to my friends. And I had to tell my manager. So it's like that that happens whether or not a, a woman wants to accept co-worker? it. Coworker. Um. Whether or not I wanted to accept it, that motherfucker still been brought me gifts and it was a whole topic of argument at my house. So Why did they give you shit? That ain't, you yeah, ain't why, fucking why, him. Why you trying you to egg nigga. him on? Da, da, da. Why are you trying to believe him? Like, you know. Mm. Yeah. That was the exact that was exactly what it was. He was like for show, upset he, about it. He was trying to be that dick in the glass box. If that nigga ever fuck up, I'm spoiling you, baby. You already know how I'll get down. So, no, he just got mad. He didn't say spoil. Nothing about spoiling. How many times have you ever cheated? Have you cheated on every one of your No, of your I have not cheated on every one of them. Ron just said, don't ask him that. But he I'm just gonna called ask you him out. Anyway. What kind of bullshit? I said nothing like that. <laughs> Ron, um, everyday, everyday celebrity <laughs> podcast will totally put words in your mouth. Be careful when you come on here. I have cheated three <laughs> times. Okay. Three times. And when I say three times, I don't mean like three times multiple with the same person. I mean like three individual situations total. with these motherfuckers. Um, I'm a serial cheater up until this relationship for the most part. I've cheated on everybody I damn near probably ever dated. And I... Um, if I wanted to, I could not count the amount of times that I have cheated in my years of cheating. But what I find, though, is that um, I, I knew I wasn't my best me just being like. Have you ever Hitler. cheated on your wife? Your I have current not. Wife. I have not. Has she ever cheated on you? For her sake, she better not have. So you think so? You just haven't proved it. So I think so. Motherfucker, if I thought so, would I still be living there? Like, I'm no, not. No, no. You just said you stick, you stick I, by. I'm a man's man, and um, that sounded like some toxic masculinity comment right there. But at the same time, um, <laughs> I'm not the kind of dude that's going to stick around. If you go fuck somebody else, you can figure that shit out. I'll I take care of my kids and still be a solid ass man on that note. But you got to get the fuck on. I'll move on. You can keep all this shit. I'll get it all again. It's no problem. I also like to say this really quick. You, you're on your net, yes and no shit, but we're also on a podcast here as well. And I'm going to make a comment ahead. on this bitch Go because ahead. I'm a woman and I like to talk. Okay. Um, but the other thing is like you asked, why, how do you know that she didn't cheat? And that's the whole thing is that like sometimes you can't just say I know that she didn't cheat or I don't know that he cheated or anything like that. You sometimes just have to go with your gut and you have to trust yourself and you have to believe. 
Can I tell y'all about my go with my gut moment? Love it. Your podcast would love to hear this. this is an amazing song on the background, but we don't own the rights to it, so we're not going to turn it up. But so, yeah, so um, <laughs> I'm out with my wife, who was not my wife at the time, and I saw somebody that I had known from high school, a dude or whatever, and he was a popular cat. And so, you know, I said, what's up to him? And then my wife was like, oh, hey, what's up? And I was like, how the fuck you know this guy? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck and then she like oh you know my partner used to fuck with him and i used to fuck with his partner back in the day i'm definitely not to give a fuck what you had going on before me guy because um my track record is so extensive that if i really tried to point that finger it'd be foolish but so um she was kind of like weird and evasive with like she told me like she how she knew him and that she fucked with her friend but like the shit she just seemed kind of weird yeah. and so I decided to go in her phone like a bitch and I felt like a bitch doing it. I felt like a bitch yeah, afterwards. But the fly part was was she had she a friend work. and a friend who used to like fuck the dude who we met was on there coaching my girl to lie to me. Like, oh, you should have just lied to that nigga and told him that woo. And I was like, oh. So, and I was pretty cool with the chick or whatever, but like, you know, I'm going to just get into her business. I'm not going to say her name, but she's like single black lady with a daughter. Um, she is definitely like some late night pussy. She has not had a man in many years. And so I feel like part of her, like me and my wife got together pretty quickly and just hit it off and just kind of just always been together. Um, How long you been together? We met in 13. We really hooked up in 14 and like officially in a relationship in 15. Cool. And then married in 17 and a kid in a short amount, all that shit. We went zero to a hundred real quick. But my point is, is that, um, this friend never like was weird, funny. Like I never, at least I felt no funny energy or anything, but then it kind of made me feel like some weird subconscious way. You like jealous of my girl, like being in a situation or maybe not jealous, envy. I don't know whatever fucking words you want to use to describe it. But like, if you happy for your friend and you see your friend in a quality situation and then you would coach them to be like a bum bitch and lie, especially about something that like, questioning her friendship with because i never got in my wife's sideways about it it was never a big issue i did go on her phone but when after i got out the phone i was like this bitch ain't your partner like she ain't cool because like if she a real partner and she a grunt like y'all grown y'all in your 30s fuck is she coaching you to lie i think for? most like, girls would would would, would nah, that's some would shit lie for her home girl. shit I, no they would do Man. it but like to actually tell your partner that that's some shit me and you would say like hey blood just tell the bitch blah blah blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, when he says me and you, he's not talking about me. I do not. I, do, I don't do none of this shit. About me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the moderator. I tell you, <laughs> but not real shit. Um, and so now my wife kind of don't fuck with the friend. And so a mutual friend of all of ours came into the play, and I was just like, "Can you believe this raggedy ass bitch was trying to ch- coach my girl a lot?" And so the mutual friend went back and was like, "Wow, Ryan was talking really bad about you." <laughs> and so instead of being like, I was boozy for like telling you to lie to your dude she came back and was like how could you let him say that about me and my wife was like well the shit was true though bitch you was telling me to lie to him like what the fuck shit, shit he not, would you be okay with that right. if the shit was on the other foot yeah no like you wouldn't I, I don't have friends like that i don't keep people in my life like that oh, like she's not I, in our life no more yeah exactly that's what i'm talking about it's like <laughs> she's no longer I, I can't keep people in my life like that it's like you know i i don't need to lie to my i don't need to lie for my friends because they're gonna be honest before i even have to lie Straight up. You know, like I, I got friends who have made, I got friends and sisters who may have done some shady ass shit. And if they were like, did this happen? I'd be like, bitch, what you talking about? Right. In a heartbeat because they might, they're my fucking like family. Right. But at the same time, it's like, they're honest enough to be like, 
own up to their shit, own up to their own fucking issues. And even if they don't own up to it, I'm over there being like, look, you're going to, it's hurting you more to not say it. Like, just be honest. If you can't be honest, is that really the right person you need to be with? Facts. Like, to me, I I only fuck with people who can like stand up, who are like quality ass people, who are real to themselves, who are real to the people around them, who speak honestly to me. I'm a, I'm a sarcastic ass bitch. I talk mad shit. I'm hella fucking sassy and like rude at times, you know, because I don't really give a fuck, but I'm real and I'm honest and I'm not about to keep people in my life who are not fucking real and honest. Facts. Like, and that's why he brought you on this podcast. I'm enjoying your energy. I just thought I thought I'd I appreciate you. I enjoy all this. <laughs> I was hella funny because I was like, man, I don't know what this motherfucker is going to have me talk about. He's going to have me talk about some crazy ass shit. I already know. Like, everyday shit. That's what it's called. Everyday. I already know. So, what's the next question? Yeah. Uh, the next question. We got a FaceTime coming in over here, too. Have, I'm wondering I have a if you want to. the face. moderator. Would you allow a friend no. to use. Uh, I'm not going to. No. What? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you afterwards. Yeah, I don't no, know. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. In the, I'm not in this uh, that business. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> we uh, we talked about relationships and shit. So what is a uh, to you? You seem like a forgiving person. So what is a relationship deal breaker? Relationship like deal no breaker. questions asked. If this happens, I'm out. If you violate a boundary of mine, if you put, if you come on to me when I tell you no, if you disrespect the people in my life, like any of my family or my friends, like to me, it's more about like honorable shit. That's where my breaking point is, is like, if you disrespect me, if you disrespect my people and you disrespect my boundaries, bitch, you're gone. Like, I have no interest with you. If I told you no and you keep pushing, I will probably slap you and kick you out. I really will. Don't test a bitch. A bitch is from the town, all right? I may I may be a white girl, all right? That's for the podcast is audio, right? Yes. I may be a white girl, she but don't fucking white, test everybody. me. I am extremely white, but don't Jewish, fucking test me. Fact. Man, I'm not Jewish. You're not? No, not one bit. No, I ain't got Jewish. no Jewish motherfuckers in my line. A bitch, right. is, <laughs> a bitch is Sicilian, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> I got no, just because I got big out. ass Jufro hair doesn't mean my motherfucking ass is Jewish. Racist. All right. <laughs> uh, what's a deal breaker for you, Ron? <laughs> um, just not holding me down 100%. And that don't have to be financially. That don't have to always be physically, but just having my best interest in mind. If you're not coming to the situation with like um, what you can do to better yourself and better me, um, then I don't want to be with you. Obvious. I mean, I'm not fucking with nobody that's fucking on nobody else. I'm not fucking with nobody that don't like value themselves. I'm not even entertaining situations like that at this point in my life. Mm-hmm. So mainly it's just your energy and how you come to the table, what you come to the table with. I'm all about um, solid ass relationships with solid people. I've Not just in like my relationship with my wife, but just in relationship with people that I know. That's just not on the wavelength that I'm trying to be on. I'm uh, separating myself. So it's just ho- holding yourself down and holding me down and being accountable. To what we, uh, I agree with that. Hell yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, this is the point of the show where I let my guests uh, promote themselves. Like, if you got anything going on that you want the people to know about, uh, promote your social media. Tell the people where they can find you on Instagram, Facebook, and all that. If you got a business party or whatever, whatever you want to promote, uh, this is your time to shine and do that. Uh, Liana. If you want to promote anything to the people. Um, 
I'm not much much one for promoting myself. If I'm honest with you, uh, if you fuck with me, you fuck with me. That's great. Hey, well, you got businesses, don't you? I got businesses, but they ain't for everybody. I don't want to just you know. I, I'm selective, motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want your money, but not your money. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree. No, I'm just kidding. No, that shit is real no I, I like. I'm a massage therapist. I do energy healing. If it, if you vibe with me and it feels good to you, you can always give me a call. My social media is underscore Liana Vines underscore. I got my website can on there. Can you spell that? For people? Uh, it's underscore L-I-A-N-A-V-I-N-E-S underscore. Um, that is my business name as well. I'm also a professional organizer. I work with uh, families, clients, and businesses to help organize their homes energetic clearing of their homes financials and uh anything else you got to clean out um i make you know that's that's where my passion lives is doing energy work and uh cleaning out physical and cleaning out energetic that's that's where i'm at so if any of that sounds like your thing you let me know you hit me up uh it was a pleasure to be here talking shit you know being real you're very welcome talking relationship ron uh, definitely not giving out my personal IG, even though I probably got tagged for this on there because it's personal <laughs> and it's private and shit. But uh, yeah, you can check me out on IG at Bars the Barber. I just got it going. Um, I'm a new barber, um, getting my shit together. Uh, newly apprenticed barber, um, but I do have skills. Come get your lineup. Come get your tapers and all the whole nine. You can also find me at Freed Vision, F R E D E Vision with a Z. Um, for some of freelance photography, um, if you got some stuff you want shot for a social media platform you got a wedding coming up uh, you want to do some family portraits or whatnot i got the skills to take care of you um check me out holler at me all right well thank you to ron i got one what? more thing i gotta oh, say shit. i'm sorry to cut you off it's his podcast but i want to hype i want to uh, blast my partner um my girl Charlize has a platform she's working on called the town experience if you're listening to this podcast and you have not been to oakland um and you're curious in supporting black businesses you can look up uh the town experience and it will give you a list of different vendors um across the board uh, for anything you may be looking for and also give you some insight on what to look for when you come to the town so the town experience check that out and also if you have a story you know what i'm saying if you like a stripper prostitute ex-pimp a drug addict well, you didn't ask me about teacher. my old pimping day so i kind of feel like oh, you didn't give me a chance i'm kind of hungry right? i'm like we didn't like I, there's, there's well so much more i'm, I'm hungry now too. i'm ready to go <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah so if you have a story i'm saying or if you are an artist uh, uh entrepreneur if you're trying to get a business off the ground or whatever and you need a platform to talk about it, Everyday Celebrity is that platform. Uh, it's for everyday people in the neighborhood who I think the masses should know about. Everyday Celebrity Podcast on all platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, all that. Uh, everyday Celebrity Media Company on Instagram, Everyday Celebrity Media. That's my website. Uh, yeah, that's the end of this. And... Thank you for Ron coming on. Thanks for Liana. And uh, we out. Anything you want to say else? That's it. We out. All right, y'all. All right. You.